Welcome to the additional podcast called Divorce Tips, where I answer some of the most asked questions regarding before, during, and after divorce. These are 10-minute golden nugget episodes to give you as much information as possible from a divorce expert. That's me. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Divorce Tips. This is just small, fast advice that I can give you from a divorce expert um, to answer specifically your questions that you may have. Today, we are answering the questions of what are my rights in a common law marriage? Now, common law marriage means that you possibly have been together with a person for a certain amount of time, but have not been married. In Utah, we call that common law. And in other states, it can be called something else. So you might want to check that out. In some states, common law marriage is not recognized at all. So unless you're married and actually have a certificate that says you've been married or an act that actually solemnized the marriage, then the um, the marriage is not valid and there is no common law. But in Utah, we have where we recognize common law marriage, which means that if you're not married and you meet certain elements of a common law, um, you then can be said, okay, you have common law marriage and you can basically have to or divorce that person and be entitled to the same rights as um, somebody that was married. In Utah, you have to prove several elements. One of those being that you guys cohabitated, that you shared um, the likeness of being married with the world, which means you wore a ring or you told others that you were married. Um, You acted as if you were married. You filed tax returns together. You bought houses together. You shared bank accounts together. Um, and therefore held yourself out to the community that you're married. And then you cohabitated with each other. That is going to be more than just staying over at somebody's house every night for a certain amount of time. Cohabitation is going one step farther. Like I said, buying houses together, sharing bank accounts, filing tax returns together as if you were married. That's how you prove common law. And now in Utah, it's not automatic. You actually have to prove that. And usually it's disputed, which means one party doesn't want it to be common law because that's usually the person that has to pay alimony and or is splitting the assets. Usually the higher earner is not going to appreciate or agree with a common law because that means they're going to lose half their wealth in the state of Utah specifically. So... Um, if, so in Utah, if it's contested, then you have to actually prove and show evidence to the fact that there is a common law marriage and the court is going to take evidence on that and testimony to prove the elements of common law. And then they're going to be able to say, okay, we find common law and therefore they will take a common law date, which they will then basically effectuate as the marriage date. And, And or the court will say, no, this is not a common law marriage and therefore you do not meet those elements and you're not eligible for divorce or the same um, 
privileges and statutes that protect you in a divorce. Um, with common law in Utah specifically, there is a statute of limitations as well. One year you have to file for common law marriage within one year of breaking up with that person. So common law is one of those things where if you think you are in a common law relationship or have been, and you want to know your rights to that, you need to go speak to an attorney immediately because it's going to be very specific. It's very evidence-based issue. Therefore, you are going to want to talk to an attorney about it so they can make sure that they help you protect yourself to present a case so that hopefully common law can be proved and or disproved if you, whatever side of the argument you're on. And you're going to want to get an attorney that has dealt with common law. Believe it or not, it's not very common to have common law cases um, in Utah. And the reason why, um, we are a very, very high prevalent, um, marriage state. So if you look at statistics, Utah is one of the higher divorce rates in the country. And that is because we have one of the highest marriage rates in the country as well. So we have more people get married per capita, which then would, naturally bring up the divorce rate just by the fact that we have more marriages per capita. Um, so because of that though, there are probably family law attorneys out there that have not done or dealt with common law marriages. And you want to make sure you get a, an attorney that actually knows about the laws, knows about this and has dealt with it so that they can best, um, do what's necessary to protect you, yourself and your family um, for, for this specific case. So please go talk to an attorney. The other thing about common law is that if you are reading blogs about it or, or Googling about it, the information might be old or might not be relevant or prevalent to your case. And therefore meeting with an attorney that knows this information specifically will get you the most up-to-date information possible. So, what happens if the court proves and shows that you, there was a common law marriage? Well, like I said, that they will then effectuate a date and say you guys moved in and bought your house together on December 2nd, um, 2004. And you have lived together with this house where you've both made money, you've both been working, you've maybe had a child, maybe not. And, um, you are now breaking up in 2021 and you are like, well, now he's going to, you know, say you're the woman, you're, he's going to take all his money. You don't make as much money and therefore, you know, you're going to be put in a much worse situation. Well, if the court found common law, they would backdate that date of common law marriage back to that 2004 purchase date of the house or whenever the court finds that that it's most and they will treat it as a divorce therefore you will be divorced as if you've been married for 16 years from 2004 until 2021 therefore you essentially you know could get child support alimony um, and equitable division of all the marital assets which would be anything that was earned during the marriage that's why common law is important to talk about because it could really help you put you in a better situation um, wherever you're living if you never got married. You never specifically, you know, got that marriage certificate. 
Um, the other reason why common law is, you know, obviously it is so much easier in Utah to divide assets if you're married and you're getting divorced. If you are not divorced or you're not married, excuse me, and you are now coming and saying, okay, I have a house with this person, but there was not a common law. It is hard to split this asset because it is not under family court. It's now going to be under civil court and it's going to be under tenancy in common or tenancy to um, common law or whatever your state specific laws are for the ownership of that house. And there's just, it's a headache. So um, now some states have actually made cohabitation laws that protect you in this instance, which means that you don't necessarily have to prove common law, but you have cohabitation protections that are going to make it easier for you to split the assets um, when you were cohabitating. Utah is not up to the 21st century yet, so we do not have that. So splitting a house, we have to go to civil court. You have to file a civil filing fee, which is like $600 versus the $300 filing fee. You can have a jury. I mean, it just gets a headache. So, um, this is why when people come and want to meet with me about dividing a house when there is not a common law marriage and there is not a, um, you know, some kind of postnup or prenup or contract regarding the house and they are, um, you know, they're wanting to talk to me about it. I say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You need to go to a civil litigation attorney or real estate attorney because they're the ones that are going to be dealing with this on a day-to-day -day basis. That's not my realm. Um, and that's not usually what, that's not what I specialize in. So you can kind of see the, the issues that happen with these cases and what's going on and why it's always important to kind of understand your rights. The other question that I'll just talk about real quick, quick is, Hey, I wanted to get married um, but he doesn't or vice versa. She doesn't. And therefore, what do I do to protect myself? Well, the first thing you got to do is write up a, a relationship contract. People are like, what are those? Well, they are literally like prenups or postnups, but it is a relationship contract. So you write down, hey, all the money earned in my relationship is mine. All the money earned in the relationship, you know, is yours. Um, anything we buy jointly is going to be dealt with this way, which means that because I earn, you know, 10 times more than this person, I pay 70% of the asset. She pays 30% or vice versa. And we are going to divide it in the terms of breakup as this. Um, they work and they are enforceable if the, we have to take those to court. They're called relationship contracts. Um, again, I know that that's kind of hard to, to deal with on your own. And I'm going to just tell you, talking to an attorney about it is the best thing you could do to protect yourself. Buying a house with somebody that you're not going to marry causes a whole storm of issues. And so you want to make sure that you're protected because you don't want to be together with somebody for 10 years. They're paying the house payment and then they're like, we're breaking up and you get nothing. Bye. You know, that's really scary. And that's something you need to be thinking about when you're getting into a relationship, whether you're going to get married or not. Relationship contracts make sense. Knowing, you know, if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend and they're like, hey, we want to buy a house together so we can live there. Great. Write down the terms of that. 
I don't know why people get so scared of that. But you have to think long term. You have to think about protection. And if you're not married, there are states that aren't going to protect you. So you want to do what's necessary. So remember, common law, it's tricky. It might make sense to talk to an attorney, read about it, find out your laws in your state so that you can do what's best to protect you. That's our divorce tip for today. Remember, if you have anything that you want to be answered, email me at community at jillcoyle.com or DM me on my Instagram, Jill Coyle. I'd love to hear what you want to hear um, or want to have answered and you might hear it on next week's divorce tip dropping every friday thanks till next time thank you for listening to this episode if you enjoyed please subscribe follow and share i'd love to hear your questions and feedback you can contact me at community at jillcoil.com see you next time i am an attorney but i am not your attorney Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice.